1: Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, Today's first story comes from a medium placed from the Today I Messed Up subreddit and says Today I messed up by doing my own makeup before my best friend's wedding. This actually happened today approximately 30 minutes ago to be exact. I'm currently writing this in an Uber on the way to the airport and my face looks like this. Allow me to explain how I got into this situation. I was asked by my best friend a couple of months ago to be the best man at his wedding. As he was my best friend and has been since college, I readily accepted. The only thing that's a bit difficult is that I live several states away from him. No big deal. I was planning his bachelor party in Vegas anyway amazingly the bachelor party went off without a hitch and i was looking forward to the wedding this sunday and i still am i ended up staying up way too late last night and into the early hours of this morning getting everything i needed to ready for this weekend a task in which my adhd did not help anyway i basically stayed up until 6am this morning getting everything ready by the time i was done i was exhausted i still had about five hours before i had to leave for the airport figured it'd be a good idea to take a power nap to recharge a bit so i could be good for tonight's festivities when i opened my eyes i checked my phone and saw that i was already 20 minutes past the time i was supposed to leave for the airport i bolted out of bed and started to get dressed as fast as i could i quickly threw on some shorts and a shirt and then started hopping on one foot trying to get my socks on while my right socks slid on easily my left sock was being a pain to do while i was hopping up and down Suddenly, for reasons unknown, I landed wrong and rolled my ankle. As I came crash into the floor, I also managed to crack my eyebrow off the tiles, with no time to lose. I quickly finished getting dressed and grabbed my bags and tucks and left. Now I'm riding in the back of an Uber with a light blue golf ball of swelling hanging off my eyebrow, less than 36 hours from my best friend saying his vows. I'm praying the swelling goes down and I avoid looking like Rocky for his wedding. Wish me luck. Edit. Evidently, my eye wasn't bruised enough yet for the title to make sense. Don't worry, I have my natural eyeshadow now, and shares another picture. And just for the podcast users, it's this guy with his eye basically swollen shut by the looks of it, really heavily bruised. And lots of people were giving advice about getting some ice on it and what they could do to potentially bring the swelling down. And Opie gave Another update down in the comments below of how it was doing, and it looked really, not really bad, but really painful, actually. But we'll go straight into OP's update, which says, This is an update to a previous Today I Messed Up I posted a few days ago. If you didn't read the first one, I'll do my best to summarize it. I stayed up late getting my bags packed for a wedding, and I was the best man in this past weekend. I ended up going to bed in the early hours of the morning and accidentally overslept to the point that I woke up on the alarm, telling me it was time to leave for the airport. As I was throwing my clothes on as fast as I could, I was hopping around trying to get a pair of socks on. After getting one on successfully, I came down awkwardly on my ankle on my last hop, crashing to my floor and smacking my eye off the tile. Unfortunately, as I was in a rush, I had no opportunity to grab an ice pack or anything cold to try and avoid a black eye. By the time I got on the plane, I had a purple lump the size of a golf ball covering half my eye. By the time I got to the hotel several hours later, my eye looked like someone had stuck a plum on top of it. Despite getting a decent amount of ice on it during my travels and the night before, it still had a nasty looking shine in the next morning. It was completely swollen shut and we had the rehearsal dinner that night. After breaking the unsightly news to the bride and groom, the former pissed, the latter pissing himself laughing, We decided that, <laughs> we decided that even though there would still be a ton of swelling, makeup would be the best option to cover it for the rehearsal dinner and wedding the day after. They would just do what they could to hide my quasi-modo eye as much as possible. This seemed like a decent solution, and the bride even let the makeup artist doing her makeup to fix me up. By the time she was done, you could barely notice the bruising, though the swelling was a very different story. I was even lucky that my eye could open a crack by the time the rehearsal dinner started. Unfortunately, I noticed my eye pretty quickly swelled back shut after makeup was applied. It was around the same time that my eye started to itch like crazy underneath the makeup, and... While I tried to ignore it, I ended up needing to take the makeup off halfway through dinner and taking a Benadryl. I discovered that I am allergic to makeup. Now that I knew how badly I would react to makeup, I told my best friend, the groom, that there was no way I could wear makeup for the actual wedding, offering to wear sunglasses or an eye patch instead. While I wasn't there for the conversation, I was later told that the bride was really upset, but said in no uncertain terms that she wasn't going to have a fucking pirate in her wedding. When I woke up Sunday, The swelling had gone down a bit, but the bruising had gotten much darker. And Opie shared a photo. And it's pretty much exactly what Opie said for the podcast users. It's the swelling, the eyes open up a bit more, but the the colour around it is much darker. Opie continues, while makeup would have been ideal for then, there was no way I'd be able to deal with the allergic reaction I was going to have. So I showed up to the reception with a black tux and even blacker eye. Things seemed to go off without a hitch for the most part. Though so I saw the bride's smile fade a bit when we made eye contact while she was walking down the aisle. There was also some instance that I turned the bruised side of my face away from most of the pictures, although the groom featured it prominently in our pictures with the other groomsmen. I really didn't think it ended up being that big of a deal until one of the bridesmaids pulled me aside and cursed me out for not doing more to hide it. Evidently, the bride was really upset and had shed some tears in the bathroom after the pictures saying I had ruined them. Now, several days later, I text my best friend to see how the honeymoon is going. and was told that things are good, but his wife is pretty sad about how the wedding didn't meet her expectations. My face was a big reason why. If it makes her feel any better, I am also unhappy that I look like a panda. I feel really bad for Opie in this situation. It sounds like, you know, they tried the makeup thing. They tried to make it better for them. For the wife to come out and say, you know, that the wedding didn't meet her expectations your face was a big reason why, It's an awful thing to say, I think. It sounds like OP made a pretty mammoth effort to be a part of this wedding and organizing the bachelor party and all this kind of thing. Had an accident and then is being basically treated like shit because of this accident, trying to make you feel guilty because of it, because you've had an accident. I just find that wild. And if it's anything to do with the photos or anything like that, Photoshop will work absolute wonders on that. I think you can remove the bruises really easily. Bit of healing brush, bit of patchwork, job done. And she's crying in the bathroom about this as well. I just find the expectations for it is just wild. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story is from TSB0501 and says, my 31 male coworker, 23 to 24 female, made a pass at me. When I turned it down, she flipped out. I'm not sure where to go from here or if I should inform my wife of it. 26 female. For starters, my wife and I have been married for three great years. I honestly have nothing to complain about. She's wonderful, selfless, motivated, and the best part of my life. I started my new job about a year ago really enjoy it it's a leadership role and has allowed my wife and me to live a very comfortable life the position is something i've wanted to do for a long time and i've put a lot of effort into landing it the problem i have a direct report named jess she's probably in her early 20s and this is her first big girl job after graduating college she's been with a firm for about four months and so far has been doing a pretty good job she's become very coachable and i think she can go pretty far here About two months into her job, Jess found out that her best friend was moving. On top of that, she and her boyfriend were having a tough time. I was working later one night and I saw her coming out of the break room. She had looked like she had been intensely crying. When I asked what's wrong, she told me all of that. I tried my best to give her solid advice. I'm not sure if this was the professional thing to do, but I felt like I needed to lend her an ear. I didn't want to leave her there crying. We sat about 30 minutes just talking about it and letting her vent. Ever since that night, she's always come to me for personal advice or even professional advice. She comes to me and I never ask about her personal life. I don't include anything about my personal life either. I'd be surprised if she even knew my wife's name. I don't show her any special treatment compared to my other reports. If any of them needed something, I'd be there for them if they needed it. I usually have an open door policy, but Jess has started taking advantage of it. She'd come in and try to spend 30 minutes just chatting about life. I've expressed to her that while I'm happy to lend an ear, she needs to focus on her job while at work. Occasional and brief chats are okay. Like I said, this is my first leadership role, so it's a learning experience. I probably shouldn't have allowed personal chats to go on from the beginning. Last Friday night, I was getting ready to leave and go home when Jess popped her head into my office. I thought everyone was gone, so it kind of startled me. She giggled at that. I say giggle because you know the flirtatious giggle that women sometimes do? Yeah, that one. She asked if I wanted to go get drinks. I didn't say anything, and then she followed up with, maybe call some other co-workers to meet us and stuff, or just us, whatever. At this point, I explained to her that I had to get home and that drinks would be unprofessional. I told her that if she wanted to schedule a meeting to discuss work, that we could do that. She then said, no, I want drinks. I told her that it wasn't going to happen and to have a good night. I walked past her and went home. I was pretty bothered by the whole conversation. I didn't really handle it that well, but I went about my weekend the same as usual. Then, on Monday, Jess tried again to go get drinks or go out for lunch. I again dismissed the idea. This time, she snapped and said, What is your problem? I'm making an effort to get to know you, and you're being cruel to me. Don't pretend to care about my problems if you have no intention of going further. I was shocked. I never initiated any personal conversations. I've always just listened when she went on a rant about how shitty her weekend was or how bad her boyfriend sucked. I had no idea what to say, so I lied. I told her I needed to get going and if she had any work-related topics to discuss, i would be back later from my meeting. I didn't have a meeting. I just went for a walk in a nearby park. When I got back, Jess was back at her desk. She didn't look at me the rest of the day. Today, she isn't here, and as her boss, she is supposed to let me know if she isn't coming in. Our firm has a verbal warning for this, but I think this might be a bigger issue than that. I know I led her on with engaging in her personal talks, but I don't think I led her on that bad. So guys, what do I do? I guess I need to tell my wife. I'm confident she'd be understanding of the situation. I have zero feelings for Jess other than a strictly professional one. I wouldn't dare purposely do anything to jeopardize my marriage. Do I try to talk to Jess about it? Let it blow over? Call HR and not talk to Jess? I don't know her well enough, but I'm afraid she could be unstable and accuse me of something I didn't do. I know I have my wife on my side, but from there, I don't know what to do. Has anyone else had any experience like this?
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: Firstly, from reading many stories similar to this in the past, I'd say tell your wife immediately. That'd, that'd probably be the first thing I would do. And I don't feel like you led her on in this situation. She took things the way she wanted to take them and read things completely differently to you. Don't pretend to care about my problems if you have no intention of going further. What? But Ko says, does your company have an HR department that can deal with verbal warning? Or do you have to do it yourself? I think you've been direct with her but it's her that keeps pushing it if you have to do the verbal warning i'll say that during that time that all of your future conversations need to be about her work performance and her development in regards to her position but also recommend having a third party present and explaining the situation to your superior before she fucks you over OP says my company is very large and international company i have to give the warning and then relay a proper report to hr if they feel it's necessary, they can do a follow-up meeting with a HR rep, me and the employee. A deleted user says, I agree with everyone else. You need to talk with your wife and you need to talk with HR ASAP. Tell them both everything you told us in the post. Believe me, you regret just hoping this will go away. If something bad happens and your job or marriage is in danger, Jess could be completely off a rocker or she could just be really immature and not doing too well at her first big girl job. Either way, HR needs to know. If the latter is the case with her, it will do her good to be shown how inappropriate her actions are. She's looking at a future filled with job hopping if she can't remain professional. And that would be pretty shitty for her if she really is bright and trainable like you say. Owls and Cardinal says, I don't really think you've led her on. The only thing you're referring to is when you saw her crying and asked if she was alright, which turned into a 30-minute discussion right? It sounds like you've shut down or redirected all attempts from her since then to have personal conversation. I think you need to get HR involved at least to inform them of troubling behavior from your direct report. Just convey everything you have here and explain this employee is demonstrating very questionable judgment and inappropriate work behavior. I highly doubt you'll come under fire for having asked someone who reports to you why she was crying at work. You need to start a formal file on her and this behavior before it goes any further and she has any fuel for an argument that you've somehow been inappropriate. Follow the company's rules to the letter with respect to verbal warnings, performance evaluations, etc. Look for guidance from HR with respect how to convey these things sensitively when the employee is clearly emotional. Finally, yes, tell your wife. The more you keep it a secret or try to smooth it over, the more implicated you become. One more comment which says, wow, this girl is way too old to be acting like this. You did nothing wrong. It is possible to have work friendships without this being the result. She's the one who took it to the next step, which you rejected. Do not try to talk to her about it. Report the absence to HR as you would with any other employee. Tell your wife ASAP everything you said here. Maybe show her this post. From here on out, document every conversation with Jess and never ever put yourself in a situation where you're alone for long periods of time with her. Keep drawing your boundaries and sticking to them. So OP kindly updated their post. They said update, so things definitely got interesting. I just want to clear a few things up before I start my update. I wear my wedding ring every day and have photos of my wife and two-month-old daughter on my desk. I'm not trying to hide my marriage and family. I just don't speak about our business to coworkers. Some people do, but I'm just not one of them. I like to keep personal and professional separate. My wife has been to the office before, within the last month actually, to meet me for lunch. People have seen her and know she exists. Our HR department doesn't provide any training on how to handle employees coming onto you, unless you consider that sexual harassment, which I really don't. A handbook basically says, when in doubt, call HR. I don't feel that coworkers knowing that I'm married is relevant. There's a policy against the inter-office relationship, so it would be wrong even if I wasn't married. I also believe that it's up to me to decide what to share with people. Just because I don't talk about my wife doesn't mean I'm a bad husband and father. to the update. When I got home last night, I told my wife. She was amazing about it. She was understanding and didn't question or accuse me of anything. She agreed that I need to cover my ass and talk to HR immediately. So the next morning, I called her department and requested a meeting with a representative. They were able to get me in this morning, which was good because I was able to avoid contact with Jess. She is here today. I told the rep everything and provided dates that I was alone with Jess. The only time was that original incident. The other times that she was in my office, the door was open and people could see from where they were sitting. She advised me we set up a meeting with Jess. Everything was done online, so I still didn't have to interact with her. We had the meeting at 10 this morning and we were both able to give the rep our sights. It matched up pretty well. The only difference was Jess claimed because of how nice I was being to her. She had deep feelings for me. and She thought I would fall for her and leave my wife if she kept showing interest. Her words. I don't feel that we've had enough conversations to warrant these feelings we probably spoke privately four times and the hr rep agreed based on both our stories that the conversations were not inappropriate managers are expected to help their co-workers in need but i immediately apologized to her and explained that it wasn't my intention to give her the wrong impression she accepted my apology and apologized for how she acted she also offered to apologize to my wife face to face but i wasn't going for that for some reason i got a weird feeling about it I still had to give her a warning for not calling in, but other than that, neither of us were seriously reprimanded for our actions. Jess is being transferred to a different manager, a woman. She was given a warning that this can't happen again. The HR rep also asked how Jess was handling her transition into a career. Jess said she's having trouble adjusting and the rep requested she go to some counseling that the firm provides. I'm not sure if she agreed to that. Overall, the process was easy. I still feel bad about it all. I don't feel we interacted in a way for her to develop these deep feelings as she said. I do hope she took the wrap up on on our offer for counseling. Jess was doing really well. It would be a shame if this happened and caused her to lose her job. Thanks for all the advice. You guys were right. And I'm certainly glad that you did handle the way it did. We've seen it go wrong so many times on this channel where people keep back the information from their their other half like the wife in this and and later find out, and it creates distrust and all this kind of stuff. I certainly hope, like you said, Jess does seek out this counseling. The fact that you've had this one conversation, really, and it all came from how nice she was being to her, and she developed deep feelings for you, and thought that you would fall for her and leave your wife if she kept showing interest. That was the grand plan of all of this. Holy moly, that's a wild thought process to me but what do you guys make of this situation do you think op handled it well or was there something else that they could have done let us know your thoughts down in the comments below Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time not just towards me but towards one another down in the comments as well it's absolutely mind-blowing i can never get over it honestly and don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, a bit of running, working, a bit of washing up, someone told me they're doing the other day. Absolutely love to hear it as well. It will keep scrolling through all those videos for you. Thank you so much and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.